A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hello. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Well. Dolls. Dolls. We're back in person. Feeling good. Things are happening. Feeling good after my trip to Texas. Yeah. Feeling healed. Austin Subheads came out of the woodwork to yes. come to Simon's art opening. To all the girlies who came. Um, you said you thought it was a bunch of lesbians? There were confirmed one lesbian couple. They were really chic. Everyone felt kind of queer. Okay, I love that. All female, seemed female identifying, presenting as female. So I was into it. Hell yeah. They all turned the fuck out. I like anytime one of us can get a lesbian confirmation, yes. I feel like we we're won. on the right path. Yeah. When the lesbians are turning out for you. You're doing something you right. You are. It's hard. It's easy to piss a lesbian off and hard to make them like you. And once they turn their backs, You're you better done. watch the fuck out. Everyone, but, everyone's always like, you got to get, you got to keep the gays happy. No, gays, it doesn't take much. <laughs> lesbians, you will pay dearly. If you piss off a lesbian... You will pay with your life. Yeah. Your soul. And I say this as a bisexual. Yeah. I'm an unforgiving bisexual, so I can only imagine the levels of... Boundaries. Anger, resentment, boundaries, and just affirm you're cut off for life yeah. that lesbians carry with them. So I'm just glad that were, we're, we're on the right side of lesbian history right now. They were happy. They were definitely wanting us to come to Austin to perform. I said, so we you will say? Someday. I'll keep my eye on you. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Um, it feels great to be back in gloomy LA. <laughs> Does it feel great to be back? Are Goth you happy to be back? Gotham City. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't happy landing. I mean, I was happy to get Mango. Yeah. But I was like... Oh, that goes without saying. Oh, God. Coming in. It's a rude awakening. It is. The snow-capped mountains flying over. You know what? I think 
getting out of the house more is the key to Los Angeles living. Like getting into nature vibes and trying to find where those are. And there are a lot of them. That's how you keep it in balance. We forget sometimes. Oh, I forget all the time. We're surrounded by nature. I like to go full mole person. Yeah. Yeah. But then. In your home. Yeah. Yeah. But then when you get out and you're like, oh, get a little sunshine, breathe some air. It would be hard for me. Your apartment is so cozy and like vibey. It would be hard to leave. It's really hard to leave. And you have sort of like a shire entrance. It's, it's very, Hobbit. Yeah, it's very like Hobbit house. Yeah. I um, With great lighting and molding. Mm-hmm. I really keep things cozy in here, Mm -hmm. but it does make it hard to leave. And then sometimes it'll even make me like scared to leave. And that's when I know I really need to leave because I'll be like terrified of setting foot outside of my apartment. You go into a place of clutch. Oh, full clutch. I I feel the same way. Um, But it was great. I'm also like Stockholm by LA where like I can't, I never want to leave. And it was great to get out and remind myself of the world outside of here and that people are happy yeah la is a ruse it is it holds you in its iron grip sinking its claws into you telling you you must be here you must be here the only way to make anything happen is to be here be here be in hollywood and then you leave and you're like oh i could actually be anywhere and would prefer to be anywhere else (laughs) and be happier and have a better quality of life and just like my vibrational existence Mm -hmm. would be raised and then you come back to LA and you slip slowly back into that way of thinking that it's like, I have to be here. I have to be here. But this jig is up. You actually like, and I'm saying this collective you, Vu, don't have to be here. To LA's credit, though, I feel the same way about New York. New York, Stockholm Zoo, too. Totally. And you're like, you have to be here. It's the center of everything. And it is in a lot of ways. But then once you step outside of it, you're like, oh, fairly low bri- low vibrational there. Great city, but... Sucks incredible in. city sucks you and in, turns you into a human cockroach mm-hmm. and you're mad yeah mad as hell oh i'd be furious i was mad as hell every day i'd be chaining cigs all the time well, yeah i'm pretty mad as hell in la though like i have a fair amount of road rage driving yeah. around and i don't even drive really because i work from home <laughs> so my big drives are like driving maybe two or three miles away <laughs> Yesterday, last night I was going to a meeting and I was on Sunset and I was waiting for the light to change and <laughs> I saw this truck speed by on Sunset heading towards the chateau and this middle-aged like unassuming white woman was behind him just he clearly had cut her off and she just held her hand on the horn and I heard it for like half a mile <laughs> she was just tailgating him just holding her horn down and I was like damn everyone is mad as hell yeah I'm not a big she horn punished. girl but I will, I do a lot of like head shakes and Ooh. like I'll head shake you and stare you down and I'll go, what the? That's almost worse. Yeah. Because that's, that's like, way worse. That's like, I'm not mad at you, but I'm disappointed. It's like, I know what you did. I'm seeing you. I'm judging you. You're a horrible driver. I'm an incredible driver. And you're ruining this entire experience of the road. Get your fucking shit together. I, I horn a lot, but I also think people. Everyone in LA is stoned driving. I swear. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's just high as hell and like s- kind of swerving and just like drifting. Being stoned is also one way to deal with being in LA. In LA. Yeah, that's true. Can't do that. 
Yeah, not for you. Not for me. But thank God I have... Cigarettes? Cigarettes and beta blockers. Mm. We were shaken and touched to see the Princess Diana of Marina del Rey at the courthouse yesterday. God bless her. In a brown suit. Wearing camel head to toe. Camel head to toe, heels to the gods. Bun tight. Sunglasses on. Umbrella up. Pitter patter of rain happening. Sheena fought for justice and justice was served. Where was she? I think she was on maybe downtown. She walked out. There were like reporters everywhere. Just the ease of which she addressed the adoring press. She's an incredible woman. Yeah, it's like so typical. It's very telling that she didn't show up today. Very telling. And now you'll see. You'll see everything. Isn't it sad? She's really taking away attention. There are people that really need this. There are people that suffer from domestic violence all the time. In my head when she was saying that, I was like, yeah, like Brock. (laughs) But uh, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there now. He posted a a photo where he was like staring off. He's like, well, we're here. Lots of people could be using this. Actual victims. I was like. Yeah, like good. But, but like, let's not go down that we road. We won't go down that. We won't open that can of worms. But I was just like, the irony was thick, but I am really glad that mm-hmm. Sheena got the restraining order dropped. Yep. And... She showed the fuck up. I don't ever want Shishu to be silenced, Mm-mm. shackled, Mm-mm. or served. Kind of annoying that it was dropped less After. than a week. Yeah. But that was maybe her tactic all along. Mm-hmm. Raquel... She's cunning. Or her the people but behind her is are cunning. She, I still haven't gotten the read totally That she's smart. Read. Yeah. And I don't I think it's the kind of thing where you can be freaking out. You're in the midst of a scandal or headline, so you have more attention than ever, which means more vulture people will circle and yeah. try and get a piece of the pie. Yeah. So if you're a dum dumb you can end up with vultures that make everything worse, which yeah, I think she is. I didn't TBD still. The verdict's still out for me personally on rock, but I think that like whoever she was working <laughs> with and like their tactic of yeah. like doing this restraining order and trying to brush off like any responsibility, I think they botched that. Yeah. I think I agree. she should have been from the jump owned it yep and been like it happened it's happening and and then just done the like i mean apologize your apology means nothing and also like you don't need to publicly apologize in their situation to anyone it's a personal private thing i mean you'll have to talk about it on the show you're on but like you don't owe fans an apology you don't owe even like sorry to say you don't owe Ariana a public apology for fucking her man. Maybe do it in private. I mean, you could. Sure, do it if you really mean it and you feel like you need to. But like... It is a private matter. Yeah, it's not like... And so to handle it really publicly is just weird. And then to try and do all these like deflections. And like, I don't know if that's like she thinks like my job or my image is tarnished i'm like bitch your image is tarnished by being part of vanderpump rules (laughs) like yeah and then and then like doing the addendum statement about like the status of her and tom i was like you don't you know we don't need to know that like leave that to yourself yeah being like we don't know where things are we've approached this we started with a loving friendship and it involved it's like we know 
You guys are fucking. Yeah. You're in love. You're, You're literally. On... We know what this person does. He cheats on the, his current girlfriends while he sets up a new relationship, then jumps to the new relationship and for we'll years. And then he will eventually cheat on you and do the same thing. And he'll keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And he so... might get married at one point and do it to that wife. And then he might do it to his next wife and his wife after that. Or He's Bluebeard. Yeah, it's not. Just it's funny, and I obviously like really appreciate yeah. all the news cycle around it, and every twist and turn, yeah. and the public apologies are hilarious to me. But also to treat it as though this is like anyone deserves any more to be said after you've fucked someone is like aside from just the people involved yeah. in the fucking, it's like absurdist theater. Yeah, and I still hold true to, like, why are you apologizing to the fans? Like, yeah. I don't need your apology. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I don't love... I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I my, The only thing... I want her to say, I say thank you, and then she says you're welcome. That's the only exchange that yeah. should be going on from fan to rock. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm bummed for Ariana. She seems like a really good person, but, like, it's this, really... This will be better for her. None of my business, run. and she's going to be great and, like, yeah. end up fine. But also, like... I just still un- don't understand as if they like got can't like said something like w- where was the same apology when like Stasi got in trouble or like her you know what I mean like I'm just saying like they're they're almost like equating it to that level of like monstrous yeah when it's like you guys just fucked each other it's none of our business it's an entertainment for us yeah you lied and fucked and betrayed each other that's exactly what we signed up for when we started watching this show and that's like where i hope it will continue to always go you're right i would have did a notes app that just said you're welcome (laughs) imagine that would have been that would have been punk the absolute biggest power move that anyone could do like let tom apologize and be embarrassing like he is past like he will always be embarrassing yeah i think rock is kind of iconic in her own way (laughs) And, rock. and now she'll only she, be rock. She's me. rock. She's rock. Rock and roll. She's rock and roll doll. She's true rock and roll. She is rock and roll status. But b- saying you're welcome would have been so cunt. Like, do you understand? The gays would have had a parade. I would have gagged. Yeah. The gays would gag. Wigs would be snatched. A parade. Pride would be back in West Hollywood. She'd be the grand fucking marshal of the pride parade. And as she should be. But no. But no, some idiot got involved and was like, you need to do the restraining order, then do this, didn't do that, and like try. And I, maybe her family was involved and they're really scandalized, but it's like. Don't say you're, it's like, okay, you say, say you're a it. sex addict, say you're a love addict. It's like, okay. Let's not do that anymore. Let's yeah. just own our decisions and be like, look, I'm on a show where we get paid to, to be... suck each other off behind other people's backs. And then they find out. And then the show is good. And so, like, let's not make any bones that it's any other way but that. The errors. Yeah. And then people being like, yes, thank you for a pal. It's like, okay. why do you care? Yeah. Literally. We are, this is, we go, are the viewers. Go to therapy. I say this with love, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, give yourself an orgasm or something to, like, get out of this, like, puritanical mode of these judging these two people it's so bizarre but it is, i think that's freaky. calmed down like a tiny bit or at least i've disengaged from anyone that's like taking a really 
holier than thou stance. Holier than thou, like intense yeah. stance around this. I'm like, this is the most hilarious thing that's happened <laughs> in a really long time. It's one of the best best memories of Q1, to be honest. Yeah. Q1 kind of slayed. Q1 is slayed. Now we're now we're is, in Q2. Yeah. Do you know what the Qs are? January to March. It's Q1. Late March to no April, April May, to... June, Q two, July, August, September, Q three. Yeah, love. Just the world, the world, the months of the year divided into four Qs. Wow. Yeah, that's Great. a little finance. Great thing. Finance from me to you. Yeah. Business from me to thee. As a business owner, it's good to educate your employees on the Qs and the a divisions. CEO, an owner, a As, girl boss. It's a important. To tell you what Q we're in right Thank now. Thank you. And when this podcast comes out, we'll still be in Q1, but then the next day it'll be April 1st and it'll be Q2. Can't believe it's almost here. I know. Q2, I mean. I know. Tomorrow night I'm going to be sleeping in my little bed just going, what will tomorrow bring? What will this quarter bring? Q1 brought hysteria. It did. It brought mass poisonings. <laughs> Another another water. Pray for Philadelphia right now. My my home city. I was hauling uh, American corporate eco disasters on this week's episode of Too Niche, and we hauled the Philly disaster like as it was unfolding. Wow! Because I was looking at uh, facts about the Norfolk Southern one, and then it was like, oh my god, another corporate eco disaster is taking place, much like school shootings, where one happens every day. So do train derailments. There was one today. There's actually been like four or five more. There's one today in Minnesota. I love that. Um, one in there's a water supply in Kentucky that's been contaminated. Kentucky, after the research I've done, I'm like with love and light to anyone that lives near a river in the southeastern United States. I love expressing just like awe at the <laughs> the number, and then people being like, "This is normal." Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Well, they love to be okay. people love to be actually this is normal and this happens all the time you're just like just waking up to it cool do they say that from a place of like we know this is really bad or like it's totally cool and fine i think a mix hmm. or like a what are we gonna do i guess buy bottled water yeah I mean, apparently Philly they said it's fine to drink but i i wouldn't i don't try if i get a if text they, saying yeah. you shouldn't drink the water i mean i don't drink la drinking water anyways Mm -hmm. if i had my choice i wouldn't even shower in it but i'm not that rich so i can't do that but like i wouldn't let the water of this city touch any part of my skin hair (laughs) touch the skin i wouldn't even i feel weird even giving tony drinking water i give mango fiji a lot yeah like i don't want any part of it but i think that that's weird and i don't think that that should be the case that you refuse to drink your city's drinking water because you don't trust it no i mean my parents they're in philly right now and they landed and they got everyone on the plane got the alert as soon as they the wi-fi came on mm-hmm. that don't drink the water at night yeah. starting at midnight do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on crunchyroll presents the anime effect I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. 
Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. 
Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Has Gwyneth been proved innocent yet? No. I think he's, it's his week. That guy is an asshole. Yeah, he's a fucking psycho. He's a total fame fucker, mental patient who shouldn't, this is amazing that she's doing this to show the world like what an idiot he is. Yeah, he sucks ass. And her faces during his is like, it's amazing. He's been a charlatan from day one. The first time I ever read about this case, like before it was going to suit, I Mm. followed it as it happened. And I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah. He's blaming. He's blaming like his bad relationship with his family on like (laughs) colliding with Gwyneth on a ski slope. I'm like. His own daughter testified and gave a deposition against him being like, he's an asshole. He's always been a jerk. Yeah. And also like the change, the fall changed nothing. Yeah. And he's like blaming. He's basically saying like, I have multiple personalities. Now I'm like, no, you just need. You, no, then, that's on you doll. Then you need to go get help. This isn't Gwyneth's fault. No, you skied into her. I love all her. This is her fit. She's an incredible, strong woman. She is. And thank God she is also brave to show up in that courtroom every day. Mm-hmm. And she knows she's going to be like dragged through the mud mm-hmm. for every little thing that she does. Mm-hmm. But she's I don't getting know how she does it. Cause she gets, she does get a so much hate. I guess she's just really wealthy and is hot and famous. So it's fine. But she does get an inordinate amount of hate and vitriol online. I mean, this week she's been getting a lot of glowing write ups in like the New York Times about just like, her court decorum and her fashion and like what she's bringing. And I think maybe this is a time when everyone can take a step back from the Gwyneth hate and be like, actually she's a sleigh. Like Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. It's like, maybe we should be hating this man for being delusional and like wasting everyone's time. A dick. If I were Sheena, I would be getting on a high horse about this man. 
He's oh. taking up time in the courts that yeah. actual people really need. Victims. Victor, the real victims, the true victims. It reminded me of Renee and Mob Wives like walking out of the court after her dad got arraigned. Mm-hmm. Just being like calling Big Ange and being like, what am I going to do? Crying about Junior. Junior. No. <laughs> Pray for Renee. Pray. Let's get into Pump. Happy Argentinian Beef Week, by the way. May we all celebrate. I was boots on the ground in you the were. midst of Beef Week. I didn't even know that it was Beef Week. I just knew that there was beef signage all over Sir when I was there last Saturday, and it really confused me. But then our loving Patreon community set me straight with a TikTok that explained Argentinian Beef Week to mm. me. And then I delved a little bit further into Beef Week and found out that Guillermo Mm. is Argentinian. And so therein lies the Argentinian Beef Week connection. But if I were a consultant Mm -hmm. for Sir Restaurant, I would say, do you really need signs? You don't need signs. They're giving like ballroom conference. Yeah. It's like. It's giving like Denny's. Yeah. Grand Slam signage, <laughs> like in the corner. There's a place for signage in restaurants. When you have an easel involved, that's... But you can't charge. No. You can't be charging like $75 for a steak and then have a sign in your no. restaurant. That's not going to work. Have it on a QR thing or just like something. I don't know. Have no no QRs. Just mention it. Have the servers be like, by the way, it is Argentinian Beef Week. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll try it. I love them. The thought process of being like, I guess the people that would go to Sir willingly at this point are very susceptible to a restaurant sign. And I would even venture to say the type of people that are going into Sir thinking that it's like a really nice, great dining experience are probably experiencing a lot of signage in restaurant in their day to day existence. Yeah. Um, So maybe that is really smart Mm -hmm. on Guillermo and Co's part. James Kennedy is hard at work spinning his new single, which I really love. Oh, wait. I'm Carrie. Oh, I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Beef. <laughs> Argentinian Beef Week, the podcast. Pump heads! Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Yeah, James is... I like his... One, two, three, motherfucker! Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It's Vegas vibes. We also hauled, this was one of the hauls that we did on Two Niche where we did all the Vanderpump Rules singles. And mm. this one really moved me. Yeah. I stand by my assessment of James being a musical talent and hoping that he goes far with that. Hoping it's, that he ventures beyond the doors of Sir. We, we'll we'll tell Ziggy. Ziggy. <laughs> He, uh... Adventures outside of the 90069 zip code. Yeah. One day. Please, James. Just once. That would be cool. His dad is there. He says, James says when he was young, he goes, yeah, when I was young, my dad got on me about being out late. But then a few days later, he'd be nudging me to go see a DJ set. His dad literally talks like our impression of Lisa Vanderbilt. <laughs> is his regular ass voice. He's basically like encouraging James to... Be an alcoholic. He was, I just can't believe you can DJ without drink. James is like, yeah. Yeah. He's on Valium, yeah. this man. He goes, I didn't see you marrying Raquel. Not from day one. 
Not from day. It's very. It's like lifestyles of the rich and famous voice. Yeah, from day one. It's lifestyles <laughs> of the rich and famous voice on like several vodka tonics and like quaaludes. Yeah, he's a quaalude guy. I feel like he's like. But I do see you marrying Ali one hundred percent. James like, really? Like, oh, yeah, me too. I love James's face when he goes. I never met. I never envisioned you marrying Mikhail. Not for one second. Not from day one. James goes. Right, and, he, and what about Ali? He wants, oh, yeah, I see that. I really see that. He wants dad's love. I know, but this dad... Does he, does he live in London? Maybe. What's his deal? He's, he's a, a big DJ. Dr- he's a drinker. <laughs> he's down at the pub. <laughs> he is at the pub. He's in, he's in Upton-upon-Thames. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, two idiots are trying to open a restaurant. I wrote, watching the Toms pretend to work is quite frankly offensive. The fact that they've been able to be considered business people mm-hmm. and have people put money into this venture and then be doing this venture called Schwartz and Sandy's is something to be up in arms about. Is it a venture or is it a venture? It's a venture. Baba. I just wrote morons. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba arrives. I was like, Katie. Katie, you're better than this. Stop. I know. I really believe in you. She looked snatched. Yeah, she was snatched. She had bounced back from Beret Gate and she came ready to throw down. She looked hot. She was wearing spaghetti strap, little number, and little her bob was tight. Greg's wife comes in, who I love. I want more of her. Jolene. Yeah, Jolene. She goes, Hi to Katie. And Katie goes, Hi. I'm Tom's soon-to-be ex-wife, but we're still besties. I was like, what the fuck? What are you saying to this woman? This is a professional lady. Well, she kind, of, she kind of said it like under her breath because the woman had already moved on. I know, and I was like, Katie, Katie. this is humiliating. Jolene kind of looks like Beverly D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. I like her, and it makes me like harrowed Greg more. Mm-hmm. Greg looks like he's Damn, bouncing back slowly. <laughs> My God. From his motorcycle accident. Oh, yeah. He's... Apparently, according to my mall, he's up and running. We'll have to get him again soon. Greg's back up and running. His <laughs> motorcycle's back from the shop. I'm ready to take to the Escalade. Let's run him off of Mulholland this time. Schwartz invites Bubba to a food testing at Schwartz and Sandy's cause, as an extension and like an olive branch. I was like, great. Great. Nothing like trying some shithole food. <laughs> a lobster to- corn dog. He- which I will say is look one good. of the better things that's on the menu. But all the food looked like it would give me immediate diarrhea. Yeah. Sandoval goes, Greg is more adamant about having an upscale food venue. I was like, why does Greg get to make... Who's... Like, who is running the ship? Also, why... Why, why are they so mad at him for, like, wanting it to be nice? I just don't understand <laughs> where the what, what the central problem is. Yeah, It's like... Either he wants it to be really nice and they're fucking everything up and making it not nice. Like the food is just on its face. Like it is really, really, really bad food. The lobster corn dogs are fine. It's passable. And the French fries are not the fries that you see served on this tasting. It's more like a shoestring fry and you can get different you can get different seasonings on it and those are good, but it's not hard to do a fry. It's a flat iron steak with some frizz. Steak Katie goes, frizz. wow. <laughs> she goes, 
That is beautiful. I was like, it's fucking steak with like a verde sauce. It's not, <laughs> it's not like that. It's not groundbreaking. Steak frites, you're wild by. Sandoval's like, well, this is really good. I'm really happy with this venture, with this food. I'm just really confused at like, do all these people, have they always had bad taste in food? Yeah. And then maybe that's what attracted them to Sir. Yeah. Or did their indentured servitude train their taste buds to think that that was good? And so now as they branch out into other ventures, they hold every food to the Sir standard. That'd be a good name for this episode. What? Indentured servitude. Indentured servitude. It is. But like, where did where did things go wrong? Because think, there's another restaurant Laura, moment. I think things went wrong. At birth. More than a decade in the ago. womb. In the womb, decades ago. It's actually here. like genetically, you would just trace yeah. it back in their family trees. It's, it's like a- intergenerational traumatic taste bud. One day they will have like a propensity to be employed at Sir. That will be like a gene when a baby is born. Mm-hmm. When they're in the womb, they'll be like they might. There's a risk that they might join the staff of Sir one day. They have the Sir gene. The Sir gene. And I, know I, sound, and I know I sound really snobby when I say this, but I'm I it you do it but doesn't it's, come it's, okay. it's coming from a place of I genuinely know what good food and bad food tastes like, and I don't believe that anyone should be victimized by having to pay top dollar at these restaurants for shit food. Well, I'm I'm like I will eat anything, but when I eat it when I've eaten at Sir, I've always been I'm always like, what? What is this? It's, it's just a true what. And then Pump <laughs> is like, oh my God. Pump's Tom Tom to me is, is actually a little better good. Than Sir. Pump has one thing on the menu that is okay, but it still is a gamble. Lisa's fish and chips. It's a salmon salad. Ooh. I know. And I wouldn't order I wouldn't order anything at Pump now, knowing what I know. <laughs> um Lala, Sheena, and Ariana go to lunch where they invite Allie. Yeah, girls' lunch. <laughs> the, when the waiter's taking their order, Sheena goes, I definitely want a sea bass. <laughs> I said, I wrote the same thing. <laughs> well, I definitely want a sea bass. In the background, you see the hostess with her Joanne pink cowboy hat on. There's something about Sheena saying she definitely wants a sea bass. It really <laughs> stuck out to me. And I was like, Whenever I hear sea bass, I think about Richard Attenborough and Jurassic Park. Chilean sea bass when they're serving it after the raptor eats the cow. Remember oh, that? Oh, okay, I yeah. I always think mm-hmm. of that. I think of like the Sopranos, I guess, like that singing fish thing. Even though I feel like that's probably a trout. But Sheena really like definitely making definitely it de- one thing to know about me is I love sea bass. She has, I don't know many things in this world, but I know I definitely want a sea bass. <laughs> now I'm like, now I know why she was cool with us when we saw her. <laughs> why she was mean? Because we're mean. But we're mean out of love. I know. Like, I'm, I, I'm, 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 like I, Sheena is a I love national Shishu. treasure. I love her. No, I'm just saying we like, we go in on her voice. No, I'm like, I don't want Sheena to ever listen to this podcast. I don't want her to like know I don't want the nuances Sina. with which, <laughs> Sina, I don't want her to understand the nuances <laughs> with which we unpack her yeah. very soul. But if Sheena really, like if we looked into each other's eyes, like, that clip you posted of the podcasters being like, you're opening your third eye to me. Like Sheena has spiritually opened her third eye to me and I can see into her soul. No, I do too. And I, I love know her. her 
I would even argue sometimes better than she knows herself. And I treasure, I deeply I treasure know. her. You don't have to defend this. No, to me. I'm saying I'm not defending it to you. I'm just saying it to the listeners, like and to Sheena, if you're listening. Like I treasure you, and I yearn for you to stay true always to yourself. I never want her to change. No, and I think she's the anchor of the show and the the center of the show. Yeah, and, and I, I I truly meant what I said. I I really think she's. She gave me Princess Di vibes walking out of that court. And she is someone who I wouldn't, be- I don't begrudge her success. Like, I want to see her yeah. be really successful. Whereas, like, when Stassi and, like, Katie were buying houses, I was literally like, fuck them. I hope their houses burn down. And, like, with Sheena, I'm like, I want her to live in a castle. Like, I want Sheena to be president of the United States. I want Sheena to be, like, Connie Chung. Yeah. Like, I want her to be, like, the face of nightly news. When, like, World War Three breaks out, be. I want Sheena to be telling me about it. I know. I trust her. I she should have her, her own talk show. She <gasps> should. Shenanigans. What well, if the news just became shenanigans? It basically is at this point. Yeah. Everything that happens in this world is a shenanigan. And the only person that can see us through these really dark and uncertain times is the one and only queen of shenanigans. The queen Sheena of Azusa. Um, Lala is, like, ready to throw down with Raquel. <laughs> Lala's hatred for rock is too much for me. I need. I want Lala <laughs> to go to like anger management again. <laughs> because also she seems very self-aware in a lot of ways. But then when she goes all in on rock, I'm like, this is a huge blind spot. And mm-hmm. it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't think she realizes that it's such a projection yeah. of her own insecurities. Yeah. Still love her. Sheena's talking about her wedding in front of Allie, who I would normally be like, that's a little rude, but Allie truly doesn't give a shit about her wedding. Yeah. She's like, I don't really understand why James wants me there, especially because Raquel is there. So that's probably why. I kind of think I think Allie's sharp. Allie is sharp, and I don't think she really likes James that I don't much. either. She just wants to be on the show. Which is fine. I like that. But she's like, I like that she's just kind of like, has his number that he's still obsessed with Raquel. Mm-hmm. Lala saying that Raquel looked like a baby prostitute at the pool party. I was like, Lala, you literally took your top off around everyone's boyfriends and then went to your hotel room later and sucked on a baby bottle. Like, yeah, you can't say these things if you're not also going to be like, and I know that because I'm the original baby prostitute and there's nothing wrong with being a baby prostitute. Ariana is so polite about Raquel kills me i know um schwartz you see him doing push-ups and he's going grateful for my brothers grateful for my dad grateful for my mom and those like socks like you know those socks such a loser i was on a deep dive of his triplets instagrams the other day what'd you find out just an old picture with tom where he was just beautiful like when he was like 20 how did that I, happened. I don't know. Like genetically. There's something off with them, right? I wouldn't say there's something on with them. I mean, there's something off with Schwartz. They're all a little off. That whole family is very strange. I was also like, that must be hard when you're not part of the triplets. I don't think I'd want to be part of triplets. I'd be down to have a twin. Yeah, twin is so A cool. twin would be fucking cool. But like triplets is too much and then i don't want to be part of them like i would if i was born into octuplets i'd kill myself (laughs) 
Twin is so cool. Twin is cool, but when you go beyond that, it's like I don't want more. I want one other of me that I'm like. I could be in a triplet. I like it. Three ways, someone always gets hurt. That's true. Um, I've always wanted to do stand up paddleboard yoga. It looks hard. I know. Where are they that it's so calm? That's a great question. I was like, are you in the marina? Yeah, I think they might be. Why didn't you invite Sheena? Yeah. I hope Sheena's looking down at them with like a sniper gun. Or one glimpse of Charlie. I know. Rude. Lala? Got... <laughs> what? I said, to Villa Rosa we go. To Villa Rosa. Oh, yeah, they're having a tea party for Sheena. Yeah, Lala meets Sheena and Brock for lunch. Yeah, I kind of like blacked this out. Well, I was just concerned because I didn't realize where they were, what restaurant they were at. I thought they were like an airy beachside mm-hmm. restaurant and they ordered like spicy rigatoni and salmon. And I was like, oh, good for them. They're having like a kind of a John and Vinny's moment. Mm-hmm. And then Patrick told us that they were at Rocco's ordering that shit in the dead of summer. And I was like, yeah, these people like what is wrong with them? Rocco's Lance Bass's gay bar slash restaurant where the National Guard snipers were posted up on the roof <laughs> during the protests. Yeah, that will always stay in my memory. I'll never not think of that. And it's another sir like restaurant where yeah. you just order French fries and drinks. You don't go off the beaten path. No. Um Lala loves Brock now, though. She cries about him. They, like, I really love their healing journey and them, like, getting their kids together. And then I was like, I think I'm ovulating right now because every time I saw, like, a little kid, I was like, oh, like, Summer having that. so sweet. Yeah. Having that ovary moment of being like, I want that. Yeah. Like, I want my kids to, like, play with my friends' yeah. kids. And then I'm really like, I don't think I do. But I think my ovaries are... They're I talking. think I'm ovulating. Women talking. I know. It's Over the real East. women talking. <laughs> so they had we had to Villa Rosa, which looks so I just I do want to like die in that foyer. I wanna you have like a, would die. I wanna have like a stroke and just die in the foyer of Villa Rosa. Do you think it's like nice there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's like chinch chintzy. I'm like, is everything just made of like fake plaster? But it, or it does Lisa just do that aesthetic at her restaurants, but then her house is like the real deal marble and yeah, glass. I think that's what it is. I it mean, must it, be. It's beautiful. Does she serve the same quality of food at her tea parties? No. She's a she's a classic have and the have not. Lisa's selling like a watered down, like a the shitty She's serving the Andre of her lifestyle mm-hmm. at sir and pump that's she, like the whole thing is like you go there you're in the world of vanderpump but you're actually not the only way to be at the world of vanderpump is in her house she's viv in her real life but at restaurant andre okay that's my theory i'm really curious she goes to she checks in with her ponies <laughs> like is there argentinian beef being served at villa rosa Mm-mm. she goes are you excited Oh, the ponies are excited, my babies. I love that they... I want to have ponies. I want to have horses and goats. Do you love their little house? Even though, but it smells. Yeah, but I bet it's scary in the wind. Yeah, I don't think that... That house doesn't look like... Also, can they fit in that little house? I'd I'd be worried about them in all this rain and wind. They probably have a stable. I don't think they stay outside 24-7. They stay outside in the witch's cabin. Made of gingerbread. Take a bite. <laughs> take take a l- little lick of the icing. The kids arrive. 
Lisa has literally turned like two lost children into those. Pennies. She has. She's Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> she is Hansel and Gretel. There's a literal Hansel and Gretel of Coldwater Canyon, and she turned them into it's ponies. Lisa, Heckety Peg. She's the witch. She's literally Heckety Peg. We've discovered something. We're really onto some shit right now. I'm seeing your third eye. <laughs> I'm seeing she showed me wit. her third eye and it actually is a portal into witchdom. It's literally witchdom. witchdom. You lure tiny children with the crumbs of Argentinian beef up the mountain. Come on now. I know. And then <laughs> to the little playhouse where you turn them into ponies. Everyone's worried about drag queens with children. I'm more worried about Lisa. Turning your child into a tiny and pony. Into tiny miniature ponies. <laughs> Sandoval and Raquel arriving together, leading the charge. Ariana, I'm like, ooh. These two are bold. They're wild. They're Also, manic. Raquel, I guess, is just spending the night at that house now freely. Yeah. Sick. I, I would that's... burn that house to the ground yeah. if I were Ariana. I fumigate it. I guess she's away, so they're... So they're shacking up and squirting all over the walls. Squirting. She got in late the other night and left at 4 p.m. yesterday. That, to me, seems incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. Go to her shitty apartment. Yeah. Like, don't... Don't taint Ariana's bed. Like, I would rather be like, okay, we're both figuring out what to do with this house, but, like, we don't bring people here. No. If we want to fuck, because we both live here. I don't know. It's a fuck pad. That just is, like, really... It's really fucking rude. That's where I get, like... That I get up on my high horse. Yeah, I think that's really lousy. And there's clearly like paparazzi everywhere, like waiting. Disgusting. Disgusting. Sandy and Raquel just keep finding each other at the party. Little glimpses of them. Ugh. This is a sweet bridal shower for Shishu. She deserves it. Ariana has everyone sing Be- Good as Gold as she walks in. Mm-hmm. She's. She goes, it's really hard to surprise Sheena. And I was like, I bet it is. You can never surprise Sheena. She goes, yeah, I was half surprised. I saw my sister's car, so I figured she was here. So something was going on. Sheena's on the damn beat 24-7. She apparently has everyone's locations, which I love. I love that. How, how did she not see Rock? Well, Rock was always hanging out with Tom and Ariana together. So like, Oof. if you're third wheeling with a couple and then you just like stay later and someone sees your location, if you're just always with them, no one's going to think anything of it. Or she had, like, a scrambler. <laughs> scramble the signal. Rock is, like, CIA, FBI levels of, like, scramble. Oh, my God, they had burner phones. She would leave her phone in Valley Village at her apartment and bird scooter over to get plowed by Sandy at 4 a.m. I need this reunion now. I need to know, I know. every single detail of their illicit fuck fest. Lala and James are just, like, Truly soulmates. They really are. They're so funny together. Don't do that, James. James. Don't go there. You need to stand down. Stand down, James. James jokes that he's like, should I ask Ali to marry me in Mexico? Because I guess last season, Sheena and Brock got engaged like during James and Raquel's like engagement party weekend. And then they like announced it and stole his thunder. It was like a big deal. Very Megan and Harry with princess what's her face exactly so now james is trying to take back the power i love sheena and brock me too schwartz and raquel are like flirting at the tea party and so fake J- and james is disgusting for him to flirt with raquel right in front of me he goes go hit the treadmill you fat fuck i was like 
Schwartz is like translucent looking. Yeah, he's unwell. He's sallow. Um, he's sick. He's sickly he's boy. He's sick. He's like soul sick. Sick. Katie and Christina Kelly plant a garden. Snooze. I think Sheena goes, when we're out of the country, there's nothing to do except have fun. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Her view of the world, impeccable. Mm-hmm. James is on fire talking so much shit. He goes, yeah. maybe I'll just put some babies in out. And you know, Lisa loves it. Ew, put, he goes, I'm going to put some babies in her. And then Lala goes, can you not put it that way? Can you just say like you have a baby together? Like, to, like have children with her. And he's like, what? I want to have many children with her. What? And Lala goes, why don't you take it? She's having a baby is not a joke. And he goes, really? Because Brock had, t- he had some babies. And, and she goes, James, stop. Lisa goes, stop that. James, what are you talking about? James's turn. And Lisa goes, don't drink. She loves it. He's like slinging plates. He's like slinging a plate. He goes, fine, shine on. She goes, give me that, you silly bloke. Silly bloke. She's obsessed with him drinking. She probably told him to start drinking again. Then we cut to like Katie and Christina like hoeing in the garden. And Katie asks Christina if she should acknowledge her anniversary with Schwartz tomorrow. And of course, Christina goes, yeah, I think you should. And I'm like, she's she's trying to fuck you. Evil. She is giving you. She did not call you out for your beret. I would be like, no, don't acknowledge it on social media. Are you kidding? You're divorced. Stop. Yeah, you should not acknowledge it. Don't get, you should get fucked by someone I'd else like, tomorrow. Honestly, fuck this guy. He's like having some whole flirt thing with Raquel right now. And whether that's real or fake, it's so disrespectful. It's disgusting that he feels comfortable doing that. And you look like an idiot when you acknowledge anything. Like be divorced from him. Yeah, you should. And let's go, like, gangbang some guys this yeah. weekend on camera. <laughs> Christina, no, but she's like... Said Christina Kelly's like... Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, you really should. Do you think I should do that? I should acknowledge his... I think this would have been six years. And she's like, yeah, you should totally acknowledge it and, like, write him, like, a loving message. I was like, you're a bad friend. Sorry. You're a really bad friend. That's shitty advice. She's a friend that, like... Is going to make you come over and like plant her garden and just like have plants everywhere and live in Santa Monica. And meanwhile, you're literally spinning out. You're in beret hell. You're getting divorced and you're like just looking for guidance from like the chicest person, you know, just to be like, what should I do? And they're just telling you everything. You should do the opposite of whatever Christina Kelly tells you to do. 100%. Also, I was like, Christina Kelly, you are a bitch. You cannot show up to fucking Sheena's dinner. I know I'm skipping ahead, but when she did that, I was literally like, someone needs to drop kick this hoe out of this resort. Yeah. Like, well, what are you thinking? The crew heads to Schwartz and Sandy's for a party. Sandoval and Schwartz don't let them drink their liquor, though. <laughs> they have to bring their own shit. These idiots. Him and Again, him and Raquel walking together. And Schwartz is like, can I take you to the sound bath by the restrooms? And Raquel goes, yeah, I want to be transported to a portal. I was like, I know her, like, flirt style and i think it is just huge a huge part of her appeal is that she is younger Mm -hmm. and silly silly and i think when you are younger you're more like glamored by older loser dudes Mm -hmm. because they seem cool and you don't yet know that they're the fucking worst yeah so and then they get really 
high off of you being like oh my god they're so funny or like being able to joke with them but Mm -hmm. really the only reason you're able to joke with them is that their maturity level is the same or lower than yours Mm -hmm. and that's why it works out so well between them i would say lower it's like you're the babysitter you don't know it yet (laughs) no but you're hot babysitter raquel sidles up to lala and she is i guess i'll just break the ice by saying hi she says, hi, Lala. And Lala goes, hey, how's it going? <laughs> she goes, where's Katie tonight? Not here, I suppose. And then Lala goes, no, she's just at home hanging out. And then it cuts to Katie just like fuging at yeah, her no. kitchen island, like stirring a pot. I was like, Listening to like girl. dashboard confessional. It's like, you've got to like get your groove back. And you're not going to be able to do it by going to Mexico and hating on Sheena. Raquel and Schwartz go into the bathroom in front of everyone. And then Lala asks Sheena if Allie can come to the, just the reception. Oh, and James does. James does. And then Brock and Sheena are like mulling it over. And, and Brock looks at Sheena and he's like, why are you all silent? And she goes, I'm in. She goes, I'm in visualizing it. <laughs> I'm visualizing the scene chart in- that I've spent so long in visualizing. In visualizing. I was like, you're an incredible Galaxy woman. brain, I love you. You can do whatever you want, Shishu. Which, of course, she says yes, because she's a royal. Yeah. She's a duchess. She finally, she acquiesces to James' wishes, and Allie is now invited to Mexico. All right! All right, mate! A one, a two, a, a one, one, two, two three, three, go! Rockstar! We see the plane <laughs> taking off from LAX. Of course, Sheena's basically having her wedding in Cancun. I just love it. Yeah. Playa del Carmen. That is also where the Dead and Company play when they do Plane in the Sand, where they like take over a resort for like a whole weekend and they oh. just do shows every night. Is like right around that area. So it's not, it's not, not Cancun vibes, but it's not like total Cancun. No, I've been there. My family and I stayed in Riviera Maya. When I was oh, a yeah. kid. It's, yeah. It's like resort really, vibes. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family friendly. Raquel is a devious hooker though. She goes and peeing in the in the men's room and has like Schwartz like guard for her. But I'm also like, you're both sick for this because you know that you're like fucking Sandy. Sandoval's manic. Yeah, he's being weird. He has like cum- he's guilty mania. He has cum brain. I just noticed like also, now everything he does, I'm like, you're sick. You're a sick man. He is sick. When he sings, like, happy birthday or good as gold to Sheena, and he, like, is so extra about it. And I was like. And hugs her. Everything always has to be about you, doesn't you make it? everything about you, you don't you? sick, perverted beast. Yeah. You're a beast. beast. Get away from me, beast. Well, Ariana just kind of dutifully waits in the corner. Well, Ariana, like, knows that you're annoying as all hell, but puts up with it. Because you're hot, I guess. I don't know. I'm, she's like, she's on to you that you're an attention horror. I'm excited to see the truth of like, I hope Ariana says what she really thinks of Sandoval like throughout their relationship. Be, like, because I, I know that there, it's been clear at moments where she has his number or it's just like, you're lame and annoying, but. Like when he was like, I really want to be here for you at the passing of your grandfather, but like, I want to go bulldoze shit. Yeah. Or when he like forced himself to be part of her cocktail book yeah these men everyone arrives in mexico sheena goes we have arrived (laughs) (laughs) 
queen of Mexico. She is. She goes, Katie gets her room number and she's comparing it to Lala and she goes, God, these are really far away. I'm in like 36 and you're in 17. And she goes, yeah, I had her move to a different tower and taken off the club list. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's what you get. You want to do this? You want to come and like be shitty to Sheena? Then like you're going to get sent to the other tower. You're going to get moved you're to a different to the- tower altogether and you're off the club list. Sorry. That was incredible work. I Sorry love I also just love like you know Katie thought like I'm sticking it to Sheena. Yeah. Like I got her goat this time and then realizes that like she she will overcome and she's not afraid to move your ass to another tower. It's going to take you an extra 10 minutes to get to the breakfast every morning. You're not invited to the breakfast every morning because you're not coming to this wedding. She's out of sight, out of mind, different tower. Hell yeah. Power. I like when Sheena's drunk with power. I wonder if Raquel and Sandoval fucked on this trip. Did Raquel have her own room? I feel like, wasn't she with Schwartz? Were they in the same room? Because I felt like they both had the galaxy lights. The edit made it kind of look like that, I think. Because it was like trying to push the narrative that like they both like galaxy lights. Like they're, but like, I also clocked that Ariana and Tom's room had two separate beds, which I was like, that's a little weird. Well, it could just be like... I'd I'd be throwing a fit. I'd be moving to a king size. I'm sleeping in a fucking queen bed with my husband. Simon and I slept in the same bed when we had two beds once when we were on the road. Oh, I remember that. (laughs) In Boston. Had you already switched rooms like twice? Yeah. And you just didn't feel like you could do a third? I, I won't stop until I get a king. I just kept thinking, like, are they going to be sneaking off? Yeah, I think they definitely. Would. Yeah. If you have your own room also, and then Sandoval can just go in and out as he pleases. Far from heaven vibes. Mm. LVP facetimes them with some hot guy, Jamie. Yeah, damn. Get him on the show. Who is he? Oof, I don't know. Hot, I just wrote hot ass Jamie, a realtor of some sort. Lisa calls and she goes. In business, it's not always easy, and you don't always get the answers you want. Sometimes it's just not the right time to Ariana and Katie. Sometimes you'll have a hard time hearing no, but this time is not one of them. You're hearing yes today. And then Ariana and Katie start crying and jumping up and down. They got their sandwich shoppy off the ground. Get ready, because there's something about her coming to a sandwich storefront near you hot jamie goes have fun in mexico because when you get back it's all business i was like sure Sure. cool um so then i just wrote poor ariana like when they're in the room and she's like should we push the beds together and then tom like playfully tackles her onto the bed i was just like ew i was like this is the death knell of your relationship so bad little do you know because what, Sheena's getting married at like the end of August. So I think... They were fucking already. Rock and Tom have started. Oh, they were... They're going... Yeah. Load fucking gust. Load gust. They honestly, they had low temper. They had the most low temper. Maybe that's why we Maybe were Maybe that's so... why I channeled low temper so hard oh is God. because I was literally picking up like psychic vibes yeah. of Rock and Tom Sandoval's low temper. You were a conduit. <gasps> Wow. And maybe that's why I was like, kind of like, wait, what are we doing? Because I wasn't on that wavelength. You were clutching your pearls a little bit. You were a little bit nervous about load timber. You didn't really want to get involved in the discourse, but... They were loading it up. They were loading. I still think that girl that called in about the British girl was Raquel. 
who called in about getting loads from her best friend's husband like five times a day. The fuck was that? That could have been Raquel calling in with a fake accent. I I mean, at this point, I wouldn't put anything past anything. So Katie and Tom are going to go like have an anniversary house dinner. Weird, but you guys got to just figure yeah, it out. I yeah. mean, I don't, I'm glad we didn't have to see that. And then Christina Kelly swans down into Sheena's dinner. dinner. That's Sheena's, inappropriate. Sheena's like, I don't want this bitch here because she, not only did she make fun of my dress with Stassi, but she offended my heritage. My Mexican heritage. Yeah. She called her, Stassi said it was a sad quinceanera dress. I remember that episode. Stassi was so mean about, her and Christina Kelly were truly so mean. And racist. Well, what else is new with old Stassi Schroeder? But like. That's bold. I'm like, that's real rich from you, KK. I know. What do you think you're doing? Our producer must have said, just like, go to the dinner and sit down. Uh, you No, I, I would have If I been, were Sheena, I would have been like, you need to leave. I would have been ordering room service. Yeah, I wouldn't go down to a, the party that like of someone that I don't even like. And made fun of. I wish Sheena would tell her to leave. She might. I pray that the next episode opens with Sheena being like, actually, there's not enough room. So you're going to have to go. I mean, I think we it's sort of a te- to be continued. Yeah, so on the way to dinner... This is so weird. One of Brock's, like, drunk Australian friends, I guess, like, kind of put his arm around James playfully, and then James, like, body-checked him and, like, gotten a semi-violent altercation. James's gay panic went into, like, overdrive. He got a boner and then immediately reacted. He's like, I must terminate. Mm-hmm. And he went into full gay panic terminator mode, where he just, like, with super strength, doosh! lunged across the lobby <laughs> he like fight club beat the beat the guy's face to a pole like jared leto yeah and ali was like whoa and ariana was like yikes and then everyone sat down and there was tension and james is like what what you so mad about mate what i had to be uh, i was annoyed I got, what you're making a big deal and ariana was like i just don't like violence like don't i don't want you to push someone i don't i don't like that situation and then ariana goes off she basically goes full mother mm-hmm. and shames this little bo- British boy into his, like, pooing his pants. I was also keeping my eye on, like, other diners around in that cafeteria, and they were a bit scandalized as well by her raising her voice. I had my eye on Raquel when Tom and Ariana approached. What did what did she do? She went... Mm-hmm. just fucked. Ariana goes... That was insane. Don't do that. I've had enough. Enough. I'm done with it. I'm done. And I was like, whoa. She was, I don't like it when you do it. I don't don't like it when he does it. And I was like, yikes. I was like, what are you really mad about? I think she had the ick. I think she has some rage underneath. Rightly so. Her dog just passed away. I'd be biting people's heads off too. If I was in a relationship with Sandoval. She's a disrespected bisexual woman. Living in Valley Village with a piece of shit. I know. And then having this guy just like talk over her. I love Raquel being like, I saw Allie cringing and I thought to myself, thank God that's not me anymore. And I was like, that's real. Get ready. 
But when James and Al was like trying to make out with Allie and like bite her butt and like flirt with her and she's just like, stop. I was like, she doesn't like him. No. Because if you like someone, you let them do that kind of stuff. Even if you're like, this is silly or whatever. But I think she knows that he's just trying to like get under Raquel's skin. I think she's she's like, look, I'm I'm trying to start a business. I'm young. Some airtime. Get my astrology readings booked. Every time he goes to kiss her, she goes. <laughs> she goes. <laughs> so we we leave off with Ariana just going in on James. So we'll see what happens next week. I wish that they would air every next episode I know. until the big news drops and you could watch them on like 1.5 speed. So everyone's like, I'd like to see yeah. And just like move past it until we get to the moment where Ariana discovers that sex recording. I need the screen recording Sandoval. of both Sandoval and Raquel fapping to each other. <laughs> that honestly belongs in a museum. They should sign a release and make a museum of that. Smithsonian. They should host like a screening of it. Yeah. Of the fapping? Yeah. <laughs> the squirting. <laughs> Squirt time. Of both of them jerking it on Play, FaceTime. Playing a banjo. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> also, like... Imagine being at your man's, like, shitty horrible. cover band, and then you... Where he's the, singing in a Scottish accent. And then you see his phone, and you see your best friend, like... You're, like... Finger-fucking herself. And him doing it too. Him figure fucking himself too. Horrible. Your entire life flashes before you're, you're like. K hole. I'm excited for her comeuppance because her life's just going to get so much better. Like, it, she needed to be released. She did. I just want to see her in that shot where she goes chilling. For you to die. For you to die. Get out of her house. Get I'm out of her house. Home. Cleanse that house after they, she should have a shaman come over and do like a ceremony. I know. How do they, how do we get them out of that house? Get Surumata there. (laughs) (laughs) The old witch. We need a witch to get them the fuck out. (sighs) Guys, get ready for next week. Sheena's wedding is upon us. Sheena's getting married again and this time it's for real. And this time I really want the sea bass. I definitely am going to get the sea bass. I hope that Sheena, I don't wish her ill but i would love to see her going like an elizabeth taylor route like i she's an icon to me and I virginia wolf sheena you want her to go like who's afraid of virginia wolf no i want her to go like nine marriages oh like yeah. i think she has like nine or ten marriages in her oh yeah definitely like i love brock for her and i love that he respects her and treats her well and is a good father to her their child but I also, like, if he drops the ball for one second. It's time. For even one millisecond, I want Sheena to leave his ass and then upgrade to a new man. A royal. A royal. No, Lich- she's Lichtenstein. better than the royal family. <laughs> she's better than the royals. She should date. She should honestly get back with John Mayer. What if a sea bass officiates her wedding? <laughs> Giant sea bass. That only they know his language. Sheena, she walks up the aisle with a fishing pole, <laughs> and then she casts the pole into the ocean, catches a sea bass, reels it into shore, and it 
kind of props up on its back fins and it officiates the wedding. Love. And then they grill it at the end. <laughs> and they eat it. Yeah. I'll have a sea bass. This was great. Why did I love that line so much? <laughs> I wrote it down too. Sheena is the most iconic person in that she can say one thing and if someone else said it, it wouldn't matter. No. But when she says it, it means something really major. Like her moment where she is, I pretty much invited the whole crew. That was like from a past season. I'm going to say like season six or seven. Also, we've arrived. <laughs> we have arrived. Well, guys, be like Sheena. Start some shenanigans Head to wherever the you are. Report on the shenanigans yeah. in your area. Don't narc, but report. It's not narking. If you're observing and just sharing shenanigans with other people, reporting is different than like telling on people. Yeah. Be unbiased. Be aware of all the shenanigans that are taking place on a day-to-day basis around you and in your community. That's such a good point. You should just always do baseline awareness of local shenanigans is great. But then once you start seeing the shenanigans (laughs) around you... Your third eye opens. Your third eye opens and you start to realize that uh, literally everyone's committing shenanigans. At all times. At all times. And then you can ask yourself, what shenanigans am I comfortable committing? I love that. And that's shenanigans. Wait, we also are going to thank some cult members right now. Do it. Wow, there are many. Yes. Martin Mulges. Mary. Mary. Mariah Kay. Mariah Kay is a real one. Rochelle Martino and Mariah Kay are the the original OG cult members. There's Hillary. And of course, we can't forget Emily. Of course. No, there will be no forgetting of Hillary and Emily. No. And and we welcome Mary. Welcome to the cult. And Martin Mojis. Mojis. Thank you. Thank you, He's a Euro. Yes. Things are happening. Say la vie. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.